I oh. Okay, you have <laughs> got to stop what? opening these with just a noise. No. You say hi. Um, oh. Say hey, hello. G- greetings. Welcome. You always just like Hurr. salutations. You're always like, meh, meh, meh. like I, I, I specifically went. That's a noise. That's not <laughs> a greeting. Listen, man. <laughs> you can't judge my cultural heritage. <sighs> Don't try that. Don't even. What? Don't even try that. Oh. There's nothing. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's. Stop. <laughs> There's no reason for you to do that. <laughs> Absolutely no reason for you to do that. Hello, everybody. This is the Rewatch Podcast. There you go. That sounded good. Hey. Hi. Hey, I'm Aaron. And I'm Brooke. And that was a bunch of nonsense. That was so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> we're finally. We're, we're, we're at the end. Yeah. The end of season one. We're here. Episode 22, Charges and Specs. We made it, folks. We made it. We made it. Here we it. are. Uh, before we get into it, go and give us a like on Spotify if you're listening. Follow. Follow. That's what you do on Oops, Spotify. Follow. Yeah. No, I said like. <laughs> I don't know. You, I always, you like so many things. I always hit the heart react on songs, so that's actually yeah, what I you did. Save it. You, you save it. You save it yeah. to your library. Yeah. Well, you can follow us. On Spotify. Mm-hmm. Yeah, follow us on Spotify. And save us to your library. Sure, do that. And then you can subscribe and rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. You know, helps us a lot. Yeah. You know, get up and then charts so people can see us. Mm-hmm. And then uh, next week when we start covering season seven, Woo! everybody can see us and start listening along, you know? I'm so excited it's, to do it, season seven. Uh, well, we've already watched the first two episodes. Yeah, we watched the first two. It's golden. But we're- we're gonna pre-record an episode and then right. release it on a Wednesday. Yeah, it's our we're, usual time. We're we're moving. So we doing stuff. You yeah, know? we're moving. So we're, we'll talk about that on another podcast. Oh yeah, when we get around to it. Well, whenever we get around to it. Woo, we're bad Woo. at that. Yeah, and then you could follow us on TRWPod mm-hmm. or send us an email. At, oh, uh, TRWPod at gmail dot com. Yeah. To talk to us about, you know, the episodes. What is your favorite part of the show? Send us emails, please. We would love that. Love it. But yeah, this is episode 22, Charges and Specs. And this was written by Gabe Liedman and Gil Ozeri and directed by Akiva Schaefer. Oh, is uh, one of the writers um, related to uh, Fire Emperor Ozai? (laughs) Ozeri. Nice, nice. Uh, This is a little bit of trivia, though, that I picked up off of. Ooh, the internet already hot with the, the trivia. The director Akiva was a member of the Lonely Island with Andy Samberg and Jorma Tacone. Jizz in my pants. Yeah. Bow, 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 bow. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> when the wind is open and the breeze blows by. Jizz <laughs> in my pants. Ah. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, I threw it on the ground. Hmm? That's not my. That's not my dad. That's a cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Good stuff. Good stuff. So, so, cold open in this episode. Right. The cold open. Jake is at a bar acting dumb, sloppy drunk. Oh, so sloppy drunk. He's like being like, I was wrong. He's being me from the intro of this episode of this show. Yeah, pretty much. And he's ordering several drinks. And then he's like, I order around for everybody. I'm ordering one of the that guy. And I'm ordering what that guy is having mm-hmm. for that guy. And he says a bunch of stuff like that. And then the guy next to him asks like, 
Hey, uh, thanks for buying everybody around. Mm-hmm. What's the occasion? What are you celebrating? And he's like, I'm Jake Peralta, and I just got fired from the NYPD. <gasps> yes. <Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. laughs> yeah, we get a very shocking opener. Yeah, it's just like that happens. And you're yeah, just like, whoa, they whoa, drop whoa. this bomb, and you're like, whoa. what's going on? Hey. So the, the synopsis of this, I couldn't speak for a second there. That's cool. <laughs> I was distracting you. Yes. Uh, Jake is currently working on an investigation involving philanthropic leader, civic leader Lucas Wint, much to the annoyance of Commissioner Podolsky. Uh-huh. Which, you know, Podolsky, he's from an, a much earlier episode in right. this season. His, uh, we'll touch on that then. His son was the dick, the yeah. dick graffiti. We'll get back to that, but... Meanwhile, Charles is heartbroken over the breakup with Vivian. So sad. So Rosa and Terry try to cheer cheer him up. And then Gina is doing a weird thing by herself. She's incorporating emoji into her everyday speech. Which, um, that's not how that works. No, that's not. Can't say images. You really can't do that. Well, she does, and it happens. But she attempts it, and we understand it. That's kind of the annoying part, is that we understand it. Winky face. Winky face, and... Yeah, <laughs> cat screaming. Anyway, woo. woo. All key, right. Yeah, let's go to our key story points. First key story point. Minute in, one minute exactly. One minute in. We cut back to a week ago before the cold open, mm-hmm. where Jake warns everyone before Boyle walks into the bullpen, and he is wearing a full black getup. Yeah. He looks like Neo. <laughs> yeah, he's got the trench coat and everything. Uh, good lord. And Boyle announces that Vivian has broken up with him the previous night. And we see a part of the breakup scene. He's carrying all of his kitchen supplies Mm -hmm. out of the apartment. He's like, wait, Charles. And he's like, yes. And she's like, (laughs) your food dehydrator. And he's like, oh, no, it's official. It's official. It's kind of sad. You know, know you're really going serious with a girl when you leave your food dehydrator at her apartment? Of course. Everyone has one. Bro. (laughs) What would I do without my food dehydrator? What would we do? I don't know. I I dehydrate all my sandwiches. Yeah. Anyway, Boyle spent the honeymoon money on this weird Matrix outfit Mm -hmm. (laughs) because he's embracing the void. Yes. And he like gestures to Rosa and he's like, I definitely understand you now. She has this stare, like, no, stop talking to me right now. Look away. Don't look at me. Don't How dare you. Me. And then at two minutes and 42 seconds in, Jake, after all of this, is called into Holt's office where there's this old enemy seated, Commissioner Podolsky. Commissioner dickish white dude with Fuck weird chin. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, he is yeah, the guy with the little shithead son and he protects him and lets him get, lets him get away with everything. So. Right, yeah. That's kind of, I don't know, that's so shitty. We, uh, he's we the kind of that. guy that I would want to put in the position of that very first Black Mirror episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, what's the situation here? What is it? It turns out that Jake has been investigating civic leader Lucas Wint, who he believes might be laundering money for drug dealers. And Podolsky is like, nah, dude, that's impossible. He doesn't say nah, dude, but he's, he's like, like... He's a great man. He does a lot of civic things. Yeah, he's, you know, he does charity and all that so he's he must be a completely good guy right all the things rich people claim to do yeah he's you know he's got his morals covered he does charity so wind has publicly filed a complaint against jake for harassment oh no that's not good 
But Jake has very lo little evidence of this, and so he is ordered to stop by Holt and Podolsky. Right, which mostly we can tell that it's Podolsky kind of uh, forcing Holt's hand as Pretty he's much. done as he tried to do it before in the older episode. Mm -hmm. But we follow into the next scene, and uh, this starts the weird as shit, like Gina trying to. I don't even know. She's like trying to incorporate modern hieroglyphics into her speech mm -hmm. <laughs> emojis. Yeah. And she says that the English language cannot capture the depth and complexities of her mind. Yeah. That's, I mm -hmm. mean, I get that there's a lot going on in there, but I don't mm -hmm. know if there's like a lot of depth. No, there's no depth in her. <laughs> like, except, except in her random, like yeah. wise moments. Yeah. She wants to better express herself, but I don't know. I think she's not totally insane with it. That was my take on it. Winky face. You could just go. Yeah. Which I just winked. You can't see that. I but. know, but like language <laughs> is weird, dude. We're always introducing stuff in, into our language. She's she's just oh shizzle. Oh shizzle. Whatever that means. So I don't. I don't think she's completely off base with this. I think she's not going about it the right way or using the right thing. <laughs> You know, she's just innovating. You know what they say? Like, mm -hmm. the first light bulb was shit, and then other people made better ones. Sure, so, yeah. like, she's making a light bulb, and it's going to be shit. I think, <laughs> I just think that she's He's so, paving the way. I love her character so much because it's so, it's so much insanity to the point of almost <laughs> being intelligent. It, or like it's, it's it almost breaks through the wall of insanity yeah. into, like, a little bit of intelligence, like a glimmer right. of it. Because, you know? I mean, like, all all very intelligent and inspiring ideas at first sound insane, usually. Yeah, so. But, like, it's it's just odd because, like, she's just mostly insane all the time. And then <laughs> randomly she's like, hey, Captain Holt, isn't the reason that you founded this organization to, like, uh, make sure that people like him can do this without the hardship? Mm -hmm. And then we're like, oh, wow, you said something profound. Instead of like I'm speaking with emojis and exercising <laughs> Boyle's legs, like yes, <laughs> <laughs> she's uh, such a fun character to me. Ugh. And but then ooh, go ahead, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, some interesting character knowledge introduced here: Gina Rosen, Terry, and Holt. Holt's kind of off to the side at first, but they're discussing Boyle's recent heartbreak and. Holt says that he feels bad for Boyle and he would like to help, but he has nothing to offer as mm -hmm. all of his breakups have been entirely mutual. You always drop into the Holt voice when you <laughs> speak for him. I, I, I can't actually do it. I just lower my voice and speak as eloquently Slowly as possible. And, yeah. Slow and deliberate. Mm -hmm. but like there's like a cut scene of like him and an ex supposed ex boyfriend like going like I believe this is the best thing for the both of us. And the other guy says, agreed. And then they shake hands as if they just made a business deal or something. <laughs> but according to uh, something that I forgot about until just now, but I'm reading about from the notes that Brooke wrote, <laughs> this is not true. Not all of Holt's relationships ended up very nicely. And in like later seasons, at an episode titled Ava, Holt says things did not end well between him and his ex-boyfriend, Frederick, who mm -hmm. is played by uh, that one dude from Parks and Rec. God, what's his name? Nick Offerman. Yeah, him. Yeah, that was that was pretty interesting. Yeah, that's just a tidbit I read online. And 
I'm like, which is it, Holt? Which is it? <laughs> Maybe he's just he's just not ready to share his pain with his coworkers. Maybe, but also writers, how dare you? Right. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. But okay. What? What? More key story points. At uh, blaze it. Minutes I, in. Listen, I was already going <laughs> to say that. You don't need to. <laughs> I was already going to be like 420. <laughs> I'm jumping the gun. Jumping the gun, always. We have some, uh, the pointless talk that just happened and all of that. So Holt and uh, Scully being very useless no offense, <laughs> with like this situation with Boyle. So. Oh my gosh. That thing that Scully said yeah, where he's like. His- my children don't talk to me anymore. Yes, two children don't like, talk to him anymore. What did he do? I don't know. So Rosa decides that it's just up to her and Terry to cheer up Boyle. That's right. all. That's all they can do. There's no they one else can help him apparently. From sucking down eggs and wearing all black. Yeah, and Rosa looks over and sees Boyle like fully reclined in his chair, eating boiled eggs whole, just like slipping them into his mouth. It looks like he's almost swallowing them. It's a very sad scene. You can see Rosa <laughs> is like, oh, my God. He's not even chewing them anymore. Jeez, what, is, what is wrong with him? Oh, my God. And then we jump ahead to four minutes and 40 seconds in, and the topic of Boyle's breakup comes up between Jake and Amy as they're sitting in one of the, the police cruisers. Right. They're, like, staking out right now. And uh, the conversation gets to a point where Jake asks Amy if she's planning on spending the rest of her life with Teddy. Right. So yeah. she can't. Uh, she says something about like she can't imagine going through like another breakup. She never yeah. wants to go through another breakup again. Yeah. And it's. Ooh. We have yeah. a couple of moments that sting with Jake. And this is one of them. Yes. Where and he's. You can see it in his face. Yeah. He's definitely. You can always see it with him. But for some yeah. reason, it, Amy just doesn't pick up on it. Or no. she's like subconsciously choosing. I think not she's to. ignoring it. Yeah. Uh yeah, Amy gives this very wishy-washy, unsure answer because she doesn't know really what she wants, it seems. Yeah. She just wants some kind of a life. Right. But not sure with who, I think. Right. And at the moment, that was the best answer that she could convey of, yeah, breakups suck. Yeah. I wouldn't want to go through that. Yeah, that's understandable. So then after that, Jake kind of lightens up the mood and he tells the story of his worst breakup in eighth grade. And that's <laughs> when we get this great callback. So we have this flashback where Jake is getting broken up with by this girl he was dating. And she's wearing the same dress that Amy wears in the bet because he you know, talked about in that episode how she looks like his crush at the bat mitzvah. Yeah. He had when he was... Oh, I forget. Like, and it was how his old bat mitzvah. It was his. 13. Yeah, 13. So, uh, yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> we actually get to see, he talks about it earlier in the bet, but we right. actually get to see that scene. Mm-hmm. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. I, I always feel like it's cool when um when uh, writers, like, remember things and keep them. And keep them like, consistent. Like, for later, like, uh, write that down. Yeah, I remember, like, you know, his bat, mitzvah, bat mitzvah, that's it. And they... You know, decided to wait, actually wait, show wait, it. Wait, wait, ba- bar mitzvah. He said bar mitzvah, but I've only ever heard it's pronounced bat mitzvah. Bat mitzvahs for girls. Oh, whoops. Bar mitzvahs for boys. Oh, whoops. So like Barbara Dunkelman had a bat mitzvah. Oh, okay. I thought it was just pronounced the same way. No, it's different. Bar mitzvah. I'm a Jew, Jewish expert. I'm not. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm not at all. I did not <laughs> go to the synagogues. My bad. <laughs> My bad. Whew. 
we go further into the episode, and there's some more lighthearted conversation going on. Uh, but in the middle of the stakeout that they're, that's happening, Jake spots Wint and tells her to get down. And she's like, wait, I thought we were working on a burglary case. And Jake's like, ha ha, I lied. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I got to get pictures of Wint getting into a car with a drug dealer because I got a, I got a tip. And she's like, but like Holt told you explicitly like to not do this. And he's like, well, I don't really trust Holt on this one. I feel like he feels like he's in the right. And at the moment where he brings out his camera to, you know, be prepared to take a picture, Wint shows up at the window and he's like, Peralta, what are you doing here? (laughs) Like, oops. He's like, got you. Gotcha. And five minutes and 47 seconds in, Holt is scolding Jake in his office for disobeying him. Amy, like, tries to speak up, like, extremely stiffly and nervously for Jake. Yeah, she says her full name and everything. Right. She's like, I am Amy Santiago. And, and, like, she she just can't deliver anything, I don't know, convincing at the moment because she's just too nervous to go against Holt. Mm -hmm. But Commissioner Podolsky is going to is bringing Jake up on charges and specs, which I'm not really sure what that means. I didn't Google it. I'm sorry. It, it doesn't matter. But it, it just means that Jake's in trouble. Mm-hmm. And along with a, along with that comes a six-month suspension and administrative leave until the hearing. Mm-hmm. And Holt is very upset. And he's like, all right, now get out of my office. Yeah. You know... Holt does that where he has these moments where he is genuinely upset with Jake because I think it's not that he's frustrated with Jake but I think he doesn't like disciplining him because he's one of his best detectives and just expects to maybe not have to do that but like you know also that's his yeah it's one of his best detectives so he doesn't like Jake has a good heart and good intentions Mm -hmm. and Holt's like, you know, he's probably right, but we can't really get into this because there's like way too much deep corruption in this situation to be solved. I think just a lot of the anger comes from like frustration over having to do this to Jake as well. Which, you know, later on when we find out in the episode about like what's really going on, mm-hmm. like I wonder, did Holt know about that like throughout this whole episode or was he only told like later? Well, we'll get to that. Right. But we don't, but we don't know when he found out. About? The FBI investigation. No, he got a phone call. As they were walking, Amy and Jake were at the, at the front, I believe in the scene He's literally on the phone in the back, and he just gotten that call. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Because there's no way That's he what would I mean. we'll get to go that. along with Jake's investigation. Yes, right. Yeah, so right. he doesn't really know what's going on here as well. He just doesn't want Jake getting caught up in with all people, this nonsense with people that can take him down easily. Right, and ruin his career. Yeah, yeah. Um, then we go to six minutes and forty-one seconds in. We're at the hearing. This is the day of the hearing. Um, not actually at it yet, but this is beforehand. Right, we're outside of the hearing. Yeah, and Jake meets up with Holt beforehand and reveals that Amy, who has been helping Jake with the case for like a week now or so, right? It was like a <laughs> yeah. week. Um, Which he, Holt is still very surprised about. Yeah, and he's like, what has gotten into you, Amy? Because he didn't expect her to help, but she right. found an informant that then reveals that 
this guy, this informant dude, brings money to Wint that he then adds into the account book for donations. Right. He's like a ex drug dealer. Yeah. But well, I guess was. yeah, he was he was, but he just quit because you know they like ruined his territory or something. Yeah, they know. they screwed up his game. Yeah, so, so he was like, so I'm a snitch. Yeah, so snitch he snitches because he's angry about that or right. whatever. Some, some drug stuff I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> but so Jake needs uh, Holt's permission to then get a judge to sign the warrant to search the account book, and right. Holt of course agrees reluctantly to a do a lot this. of bureaucracy in between here. Yeah, there's a lot of that. I also just uh, find it funny that you had to clarify, like, oh, you know, I don't know about drug things. I don't know. Nobody suspected you as a drug dealer. I, it's I, okay. I, that's not what I mean. I'm just <laughs> saying I don't know, like, the the workings of it. So I don't know what, how, I don't know anything, Aaron. I'm just saying. You've seen Breaking Bad. I've, oh, like, yeah, like, that's going to tell me everything <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> I saw this on Breaking Bad, so I'm an expert in the drugs. Right, uh, you know, we should just become drug kingpins because we watch Breaking Bad. Oh my god, we're experts now. Anyway, we move forward at eight minutes and fifteen seconds in, and Terry and Rose are at the precinct, ready to head to the hearing, but they can't find Boyle because he needs to come along too, and you right. know they need to talk and do whatever. All the detectives. Yeah, and the camera then pans to Boyle facing down on the floor. He's just very upset that he lost Vivian, and now he may lose Jake too. So he is. And shambles. Right. His best friend, his his favorite woman ever. Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, Rosa is, like, has been trying to help Boyle through mm-hmm. stuff. And she listened to him talk about Vivian's ample, ample lips for mm-hmm. two hours. Mm-hmm. So ample. He went into some sort of a tangent about her lips being very luscious and full <laughs> and plump. You know, all the good words that we want to hear when we're at work. I went, yes, right. absolutely. Because yeah. when I'm at work, I always describe how well, ample your lips are to everybody I'm Not around. my butt. I'm offended. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, obviously. Oh, my God. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But Rosa is pretty fed up with, I mean, he's literally on the floor. Like, his face is in the floor. Right. So he's at a very a low point. So, <laughs> he's so low. He's on the floor. He's so low. He's on the floor. Rosa suggests a way to help Boyle start to heal. Burn everything. Burn anything related to Vivian. This is what she does when she feels at all. In any way. She <laughs> burns. All. She burns things. Do you think when she got to the, the end of Breaking Bad, she burned the DVDs because she was feeling... I mean, maybe. But <laughs> So we jump to the next scene where they are burning cards and pictures and etc. All of these memories and whatnot. Some shoes, apparently. And, yeah, they do like one of those like trash can fires. Is that what that is? Yeah, like a homeless trash can fire. Yeah, like a homemade one. <laughs> Whatever. It looks illegal. Looks bad. But Boyle just can't part with these these things and he reaches into the fire and <laughs> burns his hand and it's a very comedic scene because he... Rosa has a thing of coffee, hot coffee. So he sticks his hand into the fire, burns his hand, and it's like, ah! And then he, like, puts his hand in her coffee, which is hot coffee. And he's like, oh, it's hot! And she's like, it's hot coffee! And he's like, like, "Ah!" hot coffee! It's like, yeah, no shit. So then she drags him inside to take care of his (laughs) burned hand. Goodness. Uh, What a mess. So in this next scene, we have 
Holt, Amy, and Jake sitting, uh, like, waiting to meet the judge, like, outside the judge's office. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) Holt informs Jake that the judge has a reputation for being very strict so that he should uh, sit up a little straighter, button up his shirt, and, like, you know, not be Jake for a little bit. Yeah. And (laughs) Jake says he'll just act like Holt. And he tells Holt to say something so that he can master the cadence of his voice. And Holt just says, I will not. And then Jake just goes, I will not. I will not. I will not. I will not. And then. And he smiles at Holt, like, (laughs) you know, like kind of goofily. Just like, I did it. I got it. And Holt just like making that like blank face where he's like, I don't, I don't know how to. It's so deadpan. How do I respond to this? It's (laughs) It's so funny. Then at 10 minutes in, we are with the judge. Yes. We are with her, and it's not going well for Jake because he kind of... He called him a toddler for how he filled out the form that he gave her. Yeah, so, like, right off the bat, it's not going well. And she takes a call, and Jake, like, backs up to Holt, and is like, ah, this, I'm tanking, this is bad. (laughs) And so Holt's flirting steps in and saves the day. Right, he's like, I'm going to charm her. Yeah, he, he flirts with her, and that's what lets them get this written permission to search the community center for the account book. And it's so fun to see a Holt charm a woman and like, like use that. That's so funny. But like, he just leans in and gives her a little smile, puts her hand, like her hand in his and says, was up?" And I was like, what? It's, but it's like more, it's like the, the eyes, the smile, it's the energy he gives off it's all of that so he can just turn it on to but get like, in his way that's great uh, I, don't, I just don't know how a simple was uh is gonna like get that like strict like pompous woman to be like like very all business woman to be like oh, oh, oh me well i think that's it's simple but i think it's just his it presence effective. it's his presence that's winning her over and his like I don't know, he's confident. It's a simple spell, but very effective. Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what it is. Inserts memes. Inserts memes. So we get to another one of my favorite parts. Oh, it's a great segment. The what the fuck boil segment, mm-hmm. which happens at least three times an episode. <laughs> yeah, it's a couple times. There's not a lot here, but this is such a good one. Ugh. Terry is trying to give Boyle some advice on how to, re- you know, relieve some stress. Mm-hmm. And, oh my gosh. He, like, there's like a flashback to Terry in Japan. Yeah. Uh, about, like, I don't even know. Yeah, it's a breakup in Japan that went, it, it was sad. Yeah, she was wrong. like, I thought you realized that this was just a fling. And he was like, no, <laughs> I'm hurt. He has these dreadlocks. <laughs> he has dreadlocks. Great. Goodness. But, he teaches Boyle about this thing that he learned from a friend in Japan. You, you smash plates. Mm-hmm. You, you throw plates on the ground, you smash them, and it relieves stress because you're like, whoa, I'm doing something that I normally am not allowed to do. I'm mm-hmm. creating chaos, releasing chaotic energy. Oh, yeah, that's fun. And uh, Boyle, Boyle also has like his hand completely wrapped in bandages <laughs> from that <laughs> from. Having his hand on fire mm-hmm. and then in hot coffee. Yeah. Which, like, that coffee is probably at least 150 degrees. Yeah. Goodness. 
but Boyle picks up a plate to go throw it on the ground, mm-hmm. and he it the plate bounces off the ground and goes into his nuts. <laughs> Straight up into his nuts. Right, like Terry grabbed a plate and smashed it, mm-hmm. and it smashed on the ground. Somehow, Boyle bounced it off the ground and into his ball sack. What I'm curious about is how they got that shot. How many times did it take? I want to know what they did because that's incredible. That's such a good <laughs> shot because it looks really authentic. It'd be hilarious and if that was an accident. I don't know, but he just <laughs> drops to the ground and covers his balls and says, my testicles. <laughs> but also, before that, my testicles. there's something he says before that scene too that's just really weird. He was talking about his burned hand and he says that it's hard for him to manipulate his egg sack. Oh, his his bag egg full of eggs. sack. He says egg sack. Oh no. Egg sack. It's like, uh. He says egg sack. I can't uh. <laughs> deal with it. Do the crystal thing. I can't. Uh, uh. You're not a fish, Boyle. You don't have to, an egg sack. I had to really pause for a long time after he said that. That's what he said, and I never forgot it. And I never forgot <laughs> and I never it. Forgot and it. I never forgot it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, everybody go check out Crystalia's podcast. Please go see him. He's <laughs> great. I love him. So anyway, anyway. Uh, away from the egg sack we go. <laughs> 11 minutes and 40 seconds in, Holt, Jake, and Amy are staking out in front of the community center because they have the warrant and everything, and they decide that they can sneak in by dressing up for the amateur ball dancing competition. Which, because they can't go in there like as cops because their evidence and their warrant and all that. It's going to get like wrecked. Right, they're like, uh, as soon as they see us walk up, they're going to go, like, destroy the books or something. It's going to be like, yeah, all of their, like, they're going to pretty much ruin everything. Right. They're probably going to tear up the warrant. Who fucking knows? They're they're so crazy. I bet there's a, uh, there's like a decoy numbers book Mm. that they can, like, replace. Like, pull out or something. Right, out of their assholes. Yeah, so they need some gear they need some outfits some disguises they need some outfits for this competition of course so to the goodwill. we get this uh, such a fun montage of them walking like it's out of the uh the dressing, the dressing room of the thrift store and they're suited up in their dancing attire and amy and a whole like walk out like very gracefully and then jake comes out of nowhere he jumps like into the camera like the camera's view yeah he does some like kicks and he starts like kicking and stuff but the fun part is, is that the slow it's slow mo, yeah. And then the slow mo cuts out, and like in the middle of him, just like kind of spazzing about. So <laughs> it looks so stupid in real life. It's like, <laughs> it looks so bad. <laughs> and ah, oh, man, Holt's I, wearing a real baggy suit too. He's wearing a really baggy suit. But let's comment on Amy's dress here for a second, because to me, when I saw it right off the bat, I thought that looks like a nicer and prettier version of the blue bar mitzvah dress that Jake liked. Yes. His, uh, yes. Yeah. It literally, it's it's blue. Like, it's got the same kind of shape and the way that it fans out. Yeah. Same kind of length, but doesn't have, like, the obnoxious bow and all that. Same, like, royal blue. It's the same thing. So, Jake obviously probably saw that and was like, this one. This one. You should wear this one. Right, he he really likes blue dresses. That's my imagination, like off screen, like that must have happened. That must my canon in my head. Yes, that's my canon. <laughs> that's <laughs> head your cannon. Head cannon. Head cannon. Head cannon. That's so cute. 
And then uh, during the hearing, like they're doing this while the hearing is starting, which yes. is really like nerve wracking. And Boyle, Gina and Rosa are in instructed to like stall mm -hmm. when they're giving their statements about yes. uh, Jake. Yeah. And I didn't even I feel like they didn't even really say that there was going to be like any like statements before this happened. No. Yeah, they didn't. Yeah. I don't but know. I think I don't know. Maybe maybe they're like, eh, people know about cop stuff, right? And people they're like, know. We, we don't know about cop we stuff. We don't know about cop stuff. We don't know. But don't Amy, know. Jake, and Holt are in it in a dancing competition. Yeah, they're in the and they're actually in it now. They're in the dancing competition. Yeah. And uh, you know, Jake says Barcelona, mm -hmm. which is interesting. Barcelona. And like he tries to go up a staircase, but like there's a guard there. He's like, you can't go up there. And yeah. he's like, but we're fa and Jake's like, but we are famous dancers. And he's like, I don't care who you are. Nobody's allowed upstairs. Yeah. And he's like, Barcelona. And then they like yeah. have to go. Like, yeah, they, into they actually, the then they enter the competition. So right. they're actually in it. And like in that, they're trying to scope out a way to get upstairs because their initial way of getting there was blocked off by a dude. Right. And in the middle of that, there's another moment of like sad Jake dancing with oh, Amy. Oh no, it's it hurts. He's because Amy, Amy is like terrible at dancing. Yeah, so she doesn't know how to dance. And she's like, maybe me and Teddy should take a class. Yeah, as so, like she's like embraced with Jake. Well, what happens is like he he says to her, "You want me to show me? How, you want me to show you how to do this? Right? Like so you don't hurt yourself and me." And <laughs> so they actually start dancing like really well together. And then she goes, "Huh." Maybe Ted, Teddy and I should take a class. And Oof. so as they're like, you know, really getting in the groove and then he, I think Jake feels like they're connecting and she says that and it's sad. And you can see the heartbreak in his face. Uh, oof size, hurts. very large. Oof size. Uh, it's very large. Extra large. Yeah. But then Holt points out like a different entrance to, for them to get upstairs. Mm -hmm. And Amy fakes an injury to lure the guard away and Jake goes up. And manages to get some pictures of the account book. Whoop, he did it. He actually did it. And I remember in that moment, I thought to myself, that's where he gets caught. And we're all screwed. But he didn't. <laughs> he didn't get caught. He's good. He's a good boy. <laughs> so, he's a good, he's he's a, a good boy. He's a good boy. Look at a him. A good boy. He's a good boy. Jake would be a black lab, wouldn't he? I think he'd be that. Yeah, or like a German shepherd. A German shepherd. Because it's a cop dog? Yeah, because yeah. he's really good. Because he's like, you know, he's got a sniffer. What kind of dog would Holt be? Oh, um. Would he be like a, was, a French bulldog? I was thinking like a bloodhound. Right? Oh. Right? Like the derby ones? Or like the. I don't know. It just sounds intimidating. But I can't quite picture what they look like. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I just thinking about Lady and the Tramp and which ones they were. I'm just be. like, he's so skilled and like, like stoic and intelligent and imposing. It sounds like a. I, I don't remember what they look he like. He's very imposing. <laughs> yeah. And he could be a, like a Great Dane, too. That, too. Just because if his. Like. If his stature if in his like aura mm -hmm. was made into a physical being, Great yeah. Dane. Yeah. Big imposing dog. I just thought like bloodhounds, they sniff out I clues. Know. I don't know, actually. <laughs> they sniff out clues. I don't know anything. Well they sniff out foxes. Uh for yeah. hunting. Yeah. That's what they were used for. What would Boyle be? Oh, I'm pretty sure he'd be like a, a wiener dog. Oh, he'd be a, like a floppy little wiener dog <laughs> flopping all over the place. He would be a dachshund. <laughs> he would straight flopping. up be a dachshund. He's dachshin. flopping all over the place. He's peeing whenever Jake's walking in it's the room. It's so true. They get so excited <laughs> and they pee. They pee. They just pee everywhere. And then Amy is a Pomeranian. 
Pomeranian. Wow. I was thinking like a beagle, maybe. A I don't beagle. Because like they're just like they're pretty, like they're intelligent and they're they got great temperaments. I don't know. What about Rosa? Oh, I she would she just be dog. a pit bull. A pit bull, yeah. yeah. A black pit bull. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like big, very loving dogs, but mm-hmm. also can get like oh very standoffish. Yeah. If they're also, put in a wrong situation. Also, like people find them intimidating. Right. Which I don't understand, but people find them intimidating, so she is intimidating. Oh, pit bulls are those big they're babies. Such big they're such big babies. All dogs are babies. They wide-headed babies. All dogs are babies. <laughs> Okay, I have made my announcement. That is it. Babies. I yell. That is all. All dogs are babies. Okay, so back to the, the, the actual podcast we're doing. Actual podcast. <laughs> yeah. 16 minutes and 30 seconds in. They are on their way to the hearing, but mm. Holt gets a phone call and then says to Jake, I need you to do something during mm. the hearing, and I need you to trust me. And Jake's like, very serious face, he's like, okay. Then we cut to the hearing, and Jake says, no, I don't have any evidence to defend myself. No evidence. And we're like, but you just got the evidence. But there it is. It's, it's on your phone. phone. And it's he, like you can see it in his face. He's, like, nervous. He's like, what the fuck am I doing right now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Additionally, he was instructed to get himself fired. <laughs> yeah, we learn, like, after, like, a cut. Yeah. Which imagine going to commercial during that and everybody's like, What? What the fuck? What? No. Yeah. But he's like yelling during the whole thing. He's like, Because, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, like you said, he was instructed to get himself fired. Yeah. And he's like yelling, And your mother. And, and your, your mother. mother. And your mother's daughter's mother. Yeah. And mm-hmm. all of you. Yeah. And during that yelling, he would get a reference to a movie, and I have actually seen this movie, kind of. So, kind of. During the hearing, Jake shouts, "You can't handle the meat! <laughs> you can't handle the meat!" Right? He's like, "Are you done?" He's like, "I'm not done." Oh, you're done. And you it's, can't handle the meat. You can't handle the meat. The meat. The meat. So this is a reference to a famous line from the movie "A Few Good Men." The actual line spoken by a military officer on trial is, you can't handle the truth. He's like, you can't handle the truth. For some reason, I thought Mr. T said that. No. Didn't, doesn't Wait. did he, he also say that? Probably. I wonder if that... No, he says, I pity the fool. Yeah. But for some reason, I always thought Mr. T said, you can't handle the truth. Well, this Maybe is, I just attribute it to him because I could see Mr. T aggressively saying that. He would say that, but also I have seen this movie and I and like Oh, I I've, believe you. I know. But like this was one of those movies that my dad loved. <laughs> and yeah. I heard that line so many times. <laughs> <laughs> just like, oh my God. And then it rolled directly into True Grit or The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Of anything, and then... <laughs> anything. I know the classics from him. I credit him with that. Yes. So now we have a ton of resolutions to jump into. Yes, a very chonky resolutions. Some chonky section. resolutions. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> so 17 minutes and 30 seconds in, we learn why Jake was instructed to do what he did. 
because we were like, what the fuck, for like a good minute, right? Right. Even Jake was like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. It turns out that Jake actually stumbled upon an FBI investigation of Lucas Wint. An FBI investigation, what? dude. That's huge. That's like nuts. Just a couple of episodes ago, mm-hmm. we learned that it's Jake's greatest career yes. dream to be in the FBI. Exactly. I forgot to put that in. Yes. Good job remembering that. Because this FBI investigation is them working on this assumption that Wint has ties to the Ian, what is it called? Ianucci? Ianucci. Ianucci crime family. You could say that in a samurai voice and it was. So, um, it sounds Italian, bro. Uh, <laughs> but if you say it like Ianucci. That too. No, it still uh, sounds Italian, even like that. <laughs> it does. It does. Even in Tom Segura's Japanese voice. Yeah, but they needed to get Jake fired for real because the family has moles in the NYPD. So that would be a whole thing. So they needed they need Jake to get, then go undercover and help with this investigation. And of course, Jake immediately accepts this. This is his whole dream. This is what he wanted forever. But what I don't understand is how is that going to help when there's a whole bunch of blind rodents running around the NYPD? Uh, <laughs> go away. <laughs> they can't even see Jake. You can just walk right past see. them. They're just fucking burying. <laughs> They're just burrowing just throughout burrowing. the building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's worms everywhere. <laughs> worms everywhere. God damn it. There's another fucking. I stopped on another Where do these worm. worms come from? Oh, there's one in my soup. God damn it. <laughs> He's a da- my soup. My soup. <laughs> <laughs> what are we saying? <laughs> what the fuck? Fuck. There's like Italian moles everywhere going like, hey yo, Tony, Ayo. I can't see anything. <laughs> I can't see anything oh, this either. Is, I can't feel my way around like I'm under the dirt. <laughs> oh. Stop. Italian mobster moles. Uh, where, okay. <laughs> where do we go from here? <laughs> we anyway. go to eight, uh, we go to 18 minutes and 10 seconds in. Right, another I almost time said, stamp. Six minutes, because my phone is in military time. God, <laughs> you. <laughs> Holt gathers the crew in his office and breaks the news to everybody. He's like, this cannot leave this room. Jake was recruited by the FBI for an undercover investigation. And he's going to be gone for six months, mm-hmm. at least. Yes. And Jake... Is like starting to gift things to people yes. while he's gone. <laughs> he's like, Boyle, you can sit at my desk. And he's like, I will sit in it always. And then he's like, Rosa, you get my locker. Amy, all my open cases. And then Holt's like, he does not have the power to give you any of that. No gifts. Now, Jake, start calling us names and run out of the room. Mm-hmm. You will be missed. Yeah, this is to keep up with this cover, which is that he's been fired and he's angry and so he just yells his way out. And your mother! And your mother! And your mother! You're all pigs. I mm-hmm. smell bacon. <laughs> but also before that, there's this sweet little moment where Holt earnestly tells Jake that he will be missed. And he like looks at him mm-hmm. like that little smile. It's that little proud smile he gets when Jake comes through. That which papa, he always does. papa smile. It is. It, it is a fatherly, proud. proud fatherly smile. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. And then, uh, and your mother. And, and your, your mother. mother. And your mother. All the mothers. Bacon. I smell it. <laughs> and so 
we go to nine mi- 19 minutes and 30 seconds in. And Terry, Rosa, and Boyle, and Gina are at Shaw's, the bar that they all frequent They very frequent often. it often. Yeah. And Terry and Rosa tell Boyle that he needs to start drinking his sorrows away. First of all, Boyle brought an egg to the bar. He brought he, his eggs. egg sack. His yeah. egg sack. And he's like holding it in like in front of them, just like I don't even know, like like Shakespearean. It's so weird. Um, why is he holding an egg? <laughs> I don't know. To egg or not. Yeah, to but egg. Terry takes the egg from him and he they, was gonna suck it down. Yeah, they tell him to drink his sorrows away. I forgot about the eggs. No eggs. And then Boyle and Rosa share this little bonding moment while Terry and Gina are away because Gina was like, see ya guys, I don't want to be here with you. <laughs> I don't want to hear Boyle talk right now. I'm, I'm good. But they have this little little moment that they share. Um, You know, Rosa kind of touches on her past relationships a little more. Right. She and says that, like, she's never dated anyone good. Yeah. Not like Charles. Not like Charles, yeah. And Char- Charles and Rosa share a little look. It's a little look. It's a sweet little look. And they do a little cheers. You know, I don't think that it's, I'm sure some fans could perceive that as a romantic, but I don't perceive it that way. I feel it's just like, it's a deep friendship that they right. have. It's a strong connection and, you know, relationships can be layered like that where. Like, like have, onions. You can have, you know, kind of like moments of love with your like friend. And each layer that's peeled back, just a little bit of tears come through. Oh, all the tears, you know, all the you tears. Know, you're peeling an onion. You're peeling an onion. Why are you peeling an onion? Because this is Shrek 5. <sighs> anyway. Anyway. Oh, my God. So we have our next scene, Aaron. <sighs> prepare, is, prepare yourself, everybody. This is why this is the season finale. This scene is why this is the finale. <laughs> Character development. Character development. <sighs> 20 minutes in. We have the moment we've been waiting for. Yes. Jake cat- catches Amy outside of the precinct, and she's, well, she's getting into the car or something, and he's moving some stuff out of the uh, precinct, just you know for that six months. And he's to, got one to of those. I like, just got fired boxes. Yeah, yeah. To look like he's been fired. Do people use those boxes for anything else? No. <laughs> and, uh, like legitimately no. <laughs> and so then Amy starts to chat with him. They're chatting a little bit, and she says that he's. Uh, got this cool assignment. It's great, you know? Awesome, it's awesome. And she's a little bit jealous of that, and it's just a really cool time. Uh, ew, our door just opened. That fucking scared me. That was a little creepy. <laughs> that was actually, the bathroom door that was mad scary. Was I hated bit. that. <laughs> no, I know. I, it just ruined the moment. Awesome. I hate the doors in this I apartment. Oh, that was creepy. Ew. Okay, back in the Anyway, mood. anyway. So, yeah, they're chatting. She's congratulating him, all that. And then Jake does the thing he Uh finally does it he tells amy that he wishes something could have happened between them or could happen between them everyone really he was like but anything could happen on this this mission that's going on and he was like i don't want to have any regrets yeah but he knows they can't have anything happen right now of course i mean she's with teddy and he's going off for six months and he's not supposed to have any contact with them so jake leaves her speechless with that this confession Ugh. and she has to stew over it for six months that's fun right? you know i totally understand like jake's point of view in this like yeah what if he like fucking gets caught and dies right but I mean, also it's like risky. how like shitty is that to have to think about that for six months mm-hmm. and then what if he did die 
Ah. Ah. Jeez. Goodness. Goodness. I mean, there's like seven seasons, so we know he didn't. I know, but, but like, I mean, in, in a terrible scenario where like she stews over this and then breaks up with Teddy and waits for Jake and he dies. Woo. That oh would have been awful. That's a whole different show. That's a whole different show. You really show, just spun it on us And right I there. don't want to hear about it anymore. Thank goodness the writers didn't do that mm-hmm. and turn and, it into like a, a cop sadness drama. Yikes. And can I just say that Andy Samberg plays this so well in this scene where well, anytime that Jake has any moments of vulnerability with his feelings and things like that, it's it's so endearing and honest and I don't know it, it it gives my heart like a like a warm feeling to just it's so heartfelt I don't know but yeah. like not he, in a way that's dramatic it's just it's like it feels raw I don't know yeah he acts that out so well as yeah. if almost as if he has experienced that exact thing himself in life it feels like it feels like real life when he does it when he confesses like that because it's not like a grand confession. It's just this, I don't know. It's this, I wish something could have happened. Give and this show that. seven Emmys. It's great. And then, Give it all know, the Emmys. The writing is great for that. And the way he plays it is fantastic. And then, you know, Amy's look too had me fucked up because she, it was her like, eyes almost oh. got like glassy and she just looks she looks so stunned, but also uh, a little bit like, I don't know, like there's a little bit of love there. Right. Uh, I don't know I how almost, to describe I almost that. got a little bit of a vibe of like, man, I wish you would have said that earlier. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like it looks like that's what she's like kind of waited to hear, you know, like that's happening and she's like, you know, gathering it all in and taking it all in and she's kind of taking the moment and yeah it's what she's probably probably been waiting for yeah yeah but anyway that's her little what a crazy chat, moment chat about this moment because this is what i've been waiting for yes yeah so then after that we are at 21 minutes we're at 21 minutes and six seconds and we're caught up uh to the cold open of the episode jake mm-hmm. is being sloppy at a bar you know, being like, I'm Jack Peralta. I got fired from the NYPD. <laughs> and then the guy that he was there with, the the dude looks happy that he got fired from the NYPD. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, um, hey. blah, 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 Lanucci. He's Leo and Ianucci. Ianucci. Yeah. I didn't remember his first name. Leo. Leo. Mm-hmm. And then I remember we're that like, because he's credited wrong in the episode, apparently. Oh. The actor. I don't know. Oops. Apparently. Oops. <laughs> Oops. He's Leo. Leo. Yeah. And then, like, th- my immediate thought was like, wow, that seems really on the nose. How'd mm-hmm. he find him right away? And then I was like, oh, wait, they probably told him to go to a bar that he frequents. Probably. Probably. Yeah. But yeah, the mission has started. The mission has started. He's doing his thing. Oh, then we have, Water. this is truly a finale, dude. One last tidbit. We get one last thing, For right? the end of the season. <laughs> At 20 min- one, 21 minutes and 20 seconds in, Boyle and Gino wake up in bed together. And this is after Gina had said several times in the episode that Boyle needs some meaningless sex. And then we have this 
little tiny scene at the end where they wake up and look at each other and scream. <laughs> Not a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible and shocking. And how dare you? That kind of finale where you're right. like, what? <laughs> you know, you're like, what was that? What was what? that? What'd you just do? So that's the episode. That's the season. That's the finale. This is the entire season. We're done covering season one, and it's kind of crazy because it feels like we just started this podcast. <laughs> and there are I mean, times where I'm like, emotionally, we just started this podcast. Uh, yeah, but there are times where I'm like, I'm still not good at this, you know. <laughs> and we are 22 episodes in. Yeah. That's the you same. Know, we're still pretty fresh in terms of podcasts. I know, but we covered an entire season. Like when you talk about like that in a podcast, we covered a whole season of an episode. That takes a while because it's only four episodes per month. Yeah. What? what? Yeah, we've been doing this since October. That blows my mind. Yeah. And now, you know, just so everybody knows, we've said this already, but mm-hmm. we're going to start covering the newest season, season oh, seven. Yeah, we are. So that we can be, you know, a little current. It'll take us a little bit. We'll probably have a week where we put out two episodes in a mm-hmm. week just so we can uh, get to a point where we're caught up with the episode release. Yeah. And then, you know, we'll cover season seven so yeah. that we can ha- have that be current and maybe, you know, that can be a hopping on point for a lot of people. It'd be great, you know, to talk about this, you know, the show we're covering at a time when it is so relevant. Right. That's what we're trying to do. And then when the, you know, season seven ends, mm-hmm. we'll just hop back on to season two. Yeah. And we'll do that until the next season comes out. Mm-hmm. It'll, it'll be a little bit uh, weird, I guess, to hop around. It will be because as we talk about the episode, we'll have to call back to things that we haven't covered yet. Yeah. So it's going to be weird. It's going to be it's going to be a weird time. But if you've watched through the entire show, I imagine you'll like. You know, it won't feel, be as weird for you. Right. And plus, also, this is the rewatch podcast. Yeah. We're, we're, we've already seen this show. Yeah. We're covering something because we're rewatching it. We're revisiting old favorites. And, yeah. b- and, like, basically, this show is for people that like to go back and binge old favorites. Yeah. So you've seen the episodes. Uh, we've seen them. But it's just going to be weird for us to talk and cover, like, things that we haven't talked about yet. Right. You know. And also, like, the camera work is, like, so much better in the newest it's season. crazy good. <laughs> the wide shots. Yeah, like they have the, some. The quality, mm-hmm. the lighting, it's Top all different. Notch. All yeah. different. Yeah, I noticed that they, um, I think in the later scenes, uh, seasons, I mean, especially with season seven so far, they really like to ham up the uh, the cop aspect of, right. with their camera work. It's more so, like, shot like csi miami or something little little drama you know cute right i like it with the spin of comedy yeah it's it's got that it's it's kind of a fun like mashup don't you think do you think that uh brooklyn 99 bounced off of the true crime comedy boom that was happening with like maybe 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 came around just the right time people like crime I mean, people have always liked crime. Yeah. But I mean, like, you know, in like the mid 2000s, like all these like true crime comedy podcasts Mm -hmm. coming up. Yeah. Now there's a cop comedy show. Yeah. Like. I probably, I imagine it was in the same wave. Um, Yeah. I I think it's a fun little mashup they have now with like their sort of dramatic 
scenes then paired with comedy it's a little right. bit jarring but funny i enjoy it and plus we're at a point where they can have a lot more dramatic scenes because of the years of character development oh, we have yeah. behind these characters oh yeah it's a lot fun. of relationship building yeah but, but yeah that's the episode that's, that's that's the season season one that was our current plans now season seven we hope you enjoy we hope you are watching season seven if you haven't yet Go watch it. Yeah, it's on Hulu it. day after. Heck yeah, it's on Hulu. Or, or TV if you got that. Mm-hmm. It's on Hulu, it's on TV. You can probably pirate it off the internet. Whatever. I wouldn't suggest <laughs> that last one. <laughs> I would not suggest. I'm kidding, don't do that. Right, support the actors. Oh, please, yeah. Support the show. Support the show. Yeah, so, and, th- and those streaming watches count as well. They count those for ratings now. Oh, good. Yes. Yeah, then do that. But yeah, uh, follow us on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Subscribe, rate and review Apple Podcasts. Yep. Like our page, Alternative Bird Podcast for everything Brooke and Aaron. Oh yeah, that's us. Go follow us, TRW Pod on Instagram, and maybe even send us an email, trwpod at gmail.com. You can send us anything. Anything. Send you can anything. send us pictures of your cats. We would actually really appreciate that. Pictures of your animals. <laughs> Of your penises. All of the penises. Send them <laughs> over. Like, Send them over. Is he going to do it? <laughs> I wasn't going to, but then you did. <laughs> All right. We're done. All right. We're done here. Let's go. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.